Hello, this is Robert Rickover. I'm an Alexander Technique teacher in Omaha, Nebraska. And my guest uh, is Imogen Ragone, uh, who just waved at you, an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. And I guess it's hard to miss that she's sitting in a chair today, uh, some distance from the camera. And we're going to talk about the whole process of standing up from a chair and sitting down in a chair, which is what people do a lot during the day. Um, and I should probably say that um, working with people in the Alexander technique, those two movements, standing up and sitting down, have almost a they have almost like a theological, I mean, they, they are, they are like, it's not just, uh, it's not in the same category as other movements. It's one that's used a lot in the Alexander Technique world um, to illustrate, to, to teach people certain processes. And it's, it's, a, it's a perfectly good um, thing to work on from that point of view. Um, and of course, when people are working online, which teaching online, which we're both doing, um, a lot of Alexander teachers would think, well, how can you do chair work? Uh, because it seems like it usually involves hands-on work to do. So I like to just explore a couple of things that I tend to work with with my own students and it can be done online. So, um, Imogen, if you could sit in the normal seating position that you would. Sure. And I just <laughs> want to say, I have no idea what Robert oh, is yes, going I, to yeah. ask me to do. And I right. know that this is a very um, Alexander thing to it's do. It's a very Alexander thing. now for my sitting and standing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in some ways, I, I, here's what I would say. In some ways, Imogen is the perfect person to, to do this experiment with because she has a lot of experience with standing up and sitting down and thinking Alexander directions and so on. But in some ways, she's not the ideal person because she may not do the things that we might want to correct because she's already at such a high level of perfection. But, well, we'll find but out. But we'll find out. <laughs> and in any case, I think what, the, what we're going to be doing could be helpful in any case. So could we start with you just uh, standing up from the chair? Just go ahead and stand up. Okay. Yeah. Good. And just get a sense of yourself as you're standing there right now. And then have a seat again, any old way. And this time, <laughs> uh, what I'd like you to do is choose an Alexander Technique direction that appeals to you uh, and use that as you're standing up. And the second th part is when you get to being pretty close to standing up, fin finishing the movement, I'd like you to pause there and not go the final little bit. 
right away. Okay. All right. So use a direction, could be I'm free, I'm next free, whatever it is, doesn't matter. And take it to a little bit short of complete standing. Good. And if as you're standing there now, you probably can sense that you're a little bit uh, forward of mm -hmm. where you would be if you were going to be actually mm -hmm. standing up. And so what I'd like you to do in a moment is make that final journey mm -hmm. to verticality, but do it, uh, I would say, slowly and re be really clear that your use that direction is in play. So that, yeah. And then whenever, yeah. Now, that's the end of the line this time, right? After you've done that? Mm -hmm. Does that seem any different to you than the end of the line was before? Or put it another yes. way. Okay. Um, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I, in some ways, I actually don't remember how I, it so clearly before, but I feel so much more present. Well, that's one of the things that's different is how okay. much more present I am that I'm really seeing outside the window I okay. definitely feel more ease in my body than I did the first time um, okay now could you in a moment um, do the what would habitually as far as you can tell be the final bit of movement that you might be tempted to make yeah well, that's maybe a slight hopefully slightly exaggerated but that's, that's yeah it. so yeah. Um, what you, i mean what you did was um your your hips went a little forward and your up your shoulders went back a little bit mm -hmm. and i would say almost certainly you arched your back a tiny bit Mm -hmm. Is that res? Is that yeah, yeah, and yeah. So this is an illustration. Of, this process of standing and sitting, there, there are kind of two ends to it. There's the I've arrived at standing, or I've arrived at the chair. And to, in my opinion, both of those uh, are critical moments where mm -hmm. habits, old habits, of well. Um, maybe if I'm really paying attention to how I go through that final step in standing, um, I might feel I'm not really quite there yet because it, it feels like I'm not officially standing yet. Mm. And it like, I'm here, it feels great. I have this broadened sensory awareness but there's maybe a little nagging thought somewhere that I haven't actually made it to the true standing yet. At least in some students, I've noticed mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. It's not quite legitimate. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so that's, so the, that's the point I wanna make. On the way up, if you wanna explore this yourself as a Alexander student or teacher, or maybe someone who just knows something about Alexander directions, 
just make a decide you're not going to quite go to standing. And in fact, you might even go a little less all the way than you did. Like there might be quite a difference. And then you you have another inch or two to go to reach the, um, a vertical situation. And you're doing that final stage with you're, you're reintroducing the direction in case you've it's dropped out. And you're making, you're just going slowly and letting the direction determine where you come to an end and not your habit. Because your habit's sitting there waiting to get you in that slight, oh, yeah. slightly <laughs> over-straightened thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, that's the standing up part. Okay. Now, if you would stand in front of the chair, uh, and just have a seat. Just without yeah, just any sit down. Alexanderizing. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah. And just um just make a note of how that feels in terms of you know, um uh, just get a good sense of what that's like. And then uh you perhaps using the same process we just used for standing up. Uh, stand up again, maybe just being a little more emphasis on the final part. Yeah, beautiful. There you go. So there you are, vertical, but not pulling back upper part of your body, not pushing forward the, your hips, right? Okay. Now, now you're in a moment. I, I'd like you to stand, sit down. I think it's a little tricky to ask someone to stop the sitting down process just short of the chair. I mean, you could do it, but it's tricky. So I would suggest a slightly different strategy that you think to your, here's one one possible way. I'll give a couple of them. You sit down and you're just absolutely clear that when you're first can sense that there's some contact with that cushion, that's the seat of the chair, Mm -hmm. that you're not going to do anything different just because of that. Try that strategy. You mean anything different from the- Anything different with your torso, head, neck, torso. you're not going to change anything just because you you realize that you're very close to to actually giving your weight to the chair the, the seat of the chair. You're just not going to do anything different except possibly move your whole body back because now you're sitting. Yeah, and yeah. Well, what does that seem like? That's different from where I landed before, for sure. Um, yeah. I'm actually not, I think I maybe had a bit of that that arching going on. I feel much more. Yeah. And you might, for a lot of people, when, if you observe people sitting and standing, if you can, if you have an opportunity to be somewhere where there are a lot of people standing up and sitting down, You'll see an awful lot of people when they arrive at at the seat, there's like a second arrival when they kind of slump down. Or, yeah, that's (laughs) real common. Um, 
if you live in a big city where there's public transit and, or subways, this is a perfect, if you're at all bored sitting in a subway train, like when I'm in Toronto, just look around at people standing up and sitting down because they're doing it all the time at stops, right? Every time there's a stop, a whole bunch of people stand up and then other people sit down. Uh, you'll see this all over. You'll see all kinds of strange patterns of how people make do that final arrival. Now, here's another approach okay. to it. So if you would stand up using whatever tools you want to use to, to, to get onto your feet. Okay. And you know where your center of gravity will be when you arrive at the chair. It'll be right near the bottom of your sternum, right okay. at the bottom of your mm -hmm. sternum. Mm -hmm. So how about when you get close to, close to arrival or you, you can feel the cushion, you know, you're almost there. Mm -hmm. You just make, you just have a very clear but light thought. I'm not going to depress my center of gravity. Just not going to do it. Not going to do it. And I'm not going to do it as I come. Yeah. What did that seem like? Nothing really helpful that to help me not compress. <laughs> so, but or you could even it have made said, me sense yeah. that there might normally be a little bit of yeah. thinking. That's somewhere. my pattern. My pattern, if I'm not mindful at the at the end of the line, is a slight downward push. You could also have used the thought, I'm not compressing myself at that mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. um, so again, it's giving extra attention to the end of the line. And I would say that the important end of the line part in arriving at the chair, since you might be tilted forward at that point, is, mm -hmm. is that is when you basically when the chair, seat of the chair is now taking a good part of your weight. So and the coming back in space to be, to get to vertical is I say less of a critical moment, although it could also be one. You could also maybe want to expand that idea that I'm not compressing myself you know, going back from the arrival point to, to sitting. But the, the main idea here is that it's the two ends of the movement that are, I think, sometimes left out. Uh, when people learn directions, they may, they may, they might lose them at those critical points. Mm -hmm. So it might be worthwhile to give some special attention to those critical points. And I guess more broadly, if you think about it, standing up from a chair, sitting down in a chair um, is largely an activity of your leg, leg muscles and your, uh, I suppose some of your, uh, mainly it's leg muscles, and you don't really, there shouldn't be any need for you to distort your torso or your head-neck-torso relationship 
just because you're changing your height or you're changing your, your, your sitting or standing. That that's not really a, re, a, a logical reason to change that internal mm-hmm. organ. It's not that it won't change at all because anytime you move, there's different, different things going on, but there's not, you don't need to do like, like some people when they go to stand up, they're going to lift their shoulders first or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of that really is, that's almost certainly going to be useless and somewhat harmful effort. So this is a way of kind of taking the basic Alexander idea. You don't really want to do stuff that's getting in the way. Uh, you don't want to overdo stuff that's getting in the way. And this is a, a kind of a nice way to do it. Just give some extra thought to the endpoints of that movement. And, yeah. you know, Share work is, um, I think, important, or, or is, is a useful thing for Alexander teachers and students to work on simply because it is something you do every day a lot. Just as same reason I like to use walking to explore directions, but this is a really interesting one as well. So yeah, that's, I like- that's it. That's my... Um, no, I really like that attention on the... Just, just before arriving, um, very helpful. Yeah. I think also I should say for anyone who uh, wants to start exploring this, it wouldn't hurt to do a, to learn a little bit about how your head is balanced on your neck, what's where that is, and so on. And there are videos that cover that very nicely. And also where your sits bones are. And because those are the projection, bony projections down from your pelvis that are perfectly designed to take your weight. Uh, they're, they're quite large bones, so they could take the weight of you and a couple of dozen people standing on top of you if we wanted to go into acrobatics. Let's I mean, not. they're very, <laughs> but, but um, be, not using them. And the typical way of not using them would be to end up kind of a, a little, you could even illustrate for us that, yeah, even more like a, yeah, curving. And so what's going on is now a lot of your weight's going right up into your um, sacrum. And your sacrum (laughs) is definitely not the part of you you want that be having pressure put on. And yet people do it a lot. And uh, I believe that's the cause of a lot of back pain or low, low yeah. back pain for sure. Yeah, obviously doing it occasionally is fine, but we get in oh, you're not gonna harm yourself. habitually doing it. You're sitting all, at a computer eight always, hours a day like yeah, that. Yeah. You're asking for trouble. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any questions about what we just did? Uh, no, except I think it's a really useful to look at that just before ar- arriving, so to speak, because I, th- I think you're absolutely right. That's just when the the habit kicks is can just kick right in. Um, I would also suggest if this is new to anyone, just to look at some of the or listen to the podcasts that you've done about 
directing and self-directing so people have got an idea and some basic body mapping learning on yourself exactly where your head is relative to your spine and torso and i just to make one final thought this idea of a critical moment so there's a critical moment when you get arrive at the chair and there's a critical moment when you arrive at standing Mm That's something that permeates the Alexander technique in all kinds of uh, uh, activities. So, uh, for example, if you're working, if, if, if you're a singer, for example, and you're having Alexander lessons, chances are at some point the, the teacher is going to ask you to, to stand or sit, if that's what you do when you sing, and just start and just start singing something. And nine times out of 10, or maybe 99 times out of 100, immediately before even the first sound comes out, there's going to be a little rearrangement into the singing posture. And that little rearrangement is just a stiffening and it does not only doesn't help, but it's gets in the way. Or you might notice in someone who's walking that when a foot arrives at the floor, sink down, maybe on one side more than the other, that's a critical moment. When the weight shifts from one foot mm-hmm. to the other, and they're critical moments all the time. Yeah, and, and, I think and, a critical moment in sitting and standing is also the setting off point but often we deal with that more because we kind of know I'm going to, so there's something really helpful about also remembering the arrival. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you doing this. You're very welcome.